Hi, you've reached Holly. I can't come to the phone right now because I'm making a fucking podcast. Welcome back to Nobody Cares. I can officially say that. I can say welcome back now because it's episode two. Look at me being consistent all of a sudden. Who am I? Someone give me a medal. (laughs) Uh, I just want to start off by saying a huge thank you to everyone who listened to my first episode last week. You are a legend. The fact that you've even come back for episode two makes you an even bigger legend. I'm actually shocked at how many uh, nice messages I received and like comments about how much you enjoyed it or that you were proud of me or whatever. Like honestly, it, it means a lot um, and I don't, I don't really know what to say other than thank you. Um, I, I still can't believe it to be honest. Um, the platform that I post the episodes on, like it shows me some analytics and some age groups and countries that you're listening from, uh, how many unique listeners there were. Like it's super general. I can't see exactly who's watching, <laughs> um, but uh, I think it looked at it. I looked at it the day after I posted episode one, and it said thirty nine unique listeners. And I know that doesn't sound like a high number, but what the actual fuck? Like I'm shocked. I'm shocked that I had more than three listeners. Like I thought, okay, for sure my mum will listen because she's morally obligated to pay attention to me. Thanks, mum. And I thought probably my two roommates because they know I'm doing this and I, you know, have to ask them to like be quiet while I'm recording and everything. So I just thought, okay, well, I asked them to listen. They might listen. So that's three people. But when I saw 39, I was like, hello, am I an influencer? (laughs) Uh, Now I think that number is like, uh, I think it's like 100 or just over 100. Um which again, I don't know if that's a high number or a low number, but like, who cares? Like to me, that's insane. I'm so happy that people really enjoyed it. I'm glad that you sat through all my ums. (laughs) I was so nervous about that when I listened back, um, when I was editing, like putting the music with it and everything. I was like, oh fuck, I can't unhear it now, can I? Um, But that's exactly what I was talking about last week. Like I was just like, don't worry about it. Just post it. Don't think about it so hard. Like I'll, I'll get better. So I'm going to try a little harder this time, not to um too much, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. If I let a few slip, um, bite me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's Wednesday afternoon. Uh, we just had a long weekend here in Canada for something called family day. Uh, not that a long weekend means much to me right now because every day feels the same, but my roommates were off for three days. It was Valentine's Day on Sunday. We did a little Galentine's Day brunch. It was nice. We cooked up some hash browns, some bacon, some eggs. My roommate had these eggs in the fridge for, I don't know, a while. And she was like, oh, like they expire today. Like it says February 14th. Do you think they're okay? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. They'll be fine. Like I'd I'd eat them, you know. So she cracked one open and she screamed. She was like, it's green. And I was like, "What what the fuck? I shit you not, that egg was neon green. It was fluorescent green. I've never seen an egg that color. That shit was radioactive. (laughs) But yeah, we had a nice brunch. We washed it down with some mimosas. We watched a movie together, played some VR, just chilled out really. It was nice. 
Uh, yeah, and then Monday we were all in full sloth mode. Did absolutely nothing. I was horizontal most of the day. I was useless. It was weekend, so it didn't really matter. But I've been feeling kind of useless on the weekdays as well lately. A little unproductive. That's kind of what I want to talk, to talk about today. Like this idea of productivity and the anxiety of like feeling useless and unproductive. Now, as I mentioned, we're still dealing with this Panda Express pandemonium. <laughs> I love all the names that everyone keeps using instead of saying pandemic because it's like it's like saying Voldemort, palindrome, panoramic, pan- Pandora, pantalones, <laughs> panini panini press. <laughs> so everyone's working from home, obviously. Um, I'm currently not working. I had a full-time job that I quit at the end of 2020. Yeah, about two months ago. Uh, Then I was freelancing for a little bit and that's kind of slowed down as well. So basically I'm not working. Uh, The only thing I'm doing that seems like work is this podcast, which is great. I sit down sometimes to write out some ideas and to brainstorm and like, I don't know, write some epic jokes. (laughs) Just kidding. Those are all natural, baby. All improv. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, yeah, sometimes I do some research. Like, I don't know, if I want to reference something, I've got to fact check, you know, so nobody's coming at me. Like, the fuck do you say that for? It's not true. Like, I don't know. Well, it's just more my opinions, isn't it? <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not getting paid, so it's kind of like an internship. Actually, that's pretty, that's pretty accurate. Like, I'm not getting paid and I have no experience. So the only difference is that I don't have a boss to report to. Like, I'm responsible for putting out the content. Otherwise, nothing happens. So yeah, thanks a lot, everyone. Now that I know you're listening, I actually have to do the work now, don't I? Fuck. (laughs) So yeah, I'm not doing much these days and sometimes I'm not even doing podcast stuff. Like some days, I swear, I just wake up, I have a coffee, make some food at some point. I might shower. And then all of a sudden it's 5 p.m. And I'm like, what the hell? What the fuck was I doing all day? I achieved nothing. (laughs) But you know what I realized? I've been scrolling on TikTok for like five hours. I might take a break, jump onto Instagram, but then it's back to TikTok. I don't know how I got sucked into this app, but it is like digital heroin. Social media crack to me. I can't get enough of it. Like I can't stop because it's so entertaining and it's also ruining my life because I'm not getting anything done. I don't even post anything. I'm just one of those creeps that has the account so I can scroll into oblivion and I just like share the ones I think are hilarious with my cousin and with my roommates. Yeah, that's that's what I do with it. Um, yeah, I'm on it so long sometimes that I get <laughs> I get that video where the guy's like, hold on, you've been scrolling a long time. Don't worry, they'll still be there tomorrow. And I'm like, fuck off, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm addicted. I'm watching those videos where they're like, tell me your blah, 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 without actually telling me your blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, whatever. Whatever that trend is. I like the renovation videos. Those are cool. I love a good before and after. Uh, I love that people are more real on there. Like you obviously have some creators that obviously do this for entertainment. Like I don't know, maybe they have some money behind it and it feels a little more planned. But most of the content I get is just, it's just real people. Like in a very raw state. <laughs> like just ranting about life, making jokes about life and It's less about aesthetic and highlights like Instagram is. And don't get me wrong, I love Instagram for that. Like it's a super fun way to keep up with all of the positive highlights in people's lives and get inspiration for like, I don't know, food, fashion, whatever. Like I love it. So fun. 
But there's something I really like about TikTok that feels more real. And like a lot of the videos that come through on my feed are related to like mental health and mindset. It's kind of funny. At one stage, my roommate said that she sees all of these animal videos and I think it was like dance videos or something. And I was like, oh, wow, my algorithm must be must know me so well because my feed shows me videos where people are like, welcome back to my depression cave. (laughs) Or do you have ADHD? And I'm like, wow, that sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah, like I just get a lot of videos about people talking about how they're just going through something. And most of the time it's really comical. And yeah, it's just it's just for humor. But you get the occasional serious one and it's like, yeah, like these are real people. They're all, we're all going through this same thing together. Um, and everyone's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, like I weirdly, I don't know. I weirdly feel connected to these people. Like I relate to them, I, I suppose. They're not dressed up or in like cool locations or anything. They're literally just themselves. They're just filming from their beds in their houses in their most natural state. And like, I don't know, just telling it like it is. I like it. Some of these videos are actually about how people like they're not feeling very productive either. Like they're struggling to get out of bed some days and then struggling to get through their work day, get anything done while they're just like feeling low AF. I'm like, I, I get it. I totally get it. Um, yeah, when I have a day that I would call unproductive, it always comes with that side of feeling useless and like feeling guilty and feeling like basically I'm a piece of shit because I wasted my day on TikTok. Unfortunately, this feeling has been kind of lingering more often lately, Um, especially when I see like both of my roommates, they're working nonstop, like sometimes working through their lunch breaks, even working on weekends. Even my last job, the one I quit two months ago, like I was doing the same thing. I was working nonstop into the late hours of the night, like sometimes on weekends, just so I could feel like I was on top of things and be better prepared for the next week. Like that's so fucked. That's so fucked. Some of these days I didn't even shower. I didn't even get dressed. Unless I had a Zoom call, then I'd have to get dressed just the top half, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, like I'd stop to eat, but that was about it. Like I would wake up and literally roll from my bed into my chair because my room's really small and the bed and the chair are right next to each other. So that was easy. Straight into work. Like I'd straight away turn the computer on, go get a coffee, come back. Like, yeah, like I just had no separation. How the fuck would I have done half the shit I was doing if I actually had to get dressed and like commute? like we were doing before. How would anyone get as much done as what they're doing now if they have to commute and actually shower and like pack a lunch or like have a normal work-life balance? So fucked. I used to think that I have to, I would have to send my boss a completed task each day or at least an iteration of a task for her to review so that she would know that I was working that day and that I was making progress. Sometimes sending her these projects would validate for me that I was productive enough and that I was performing enough. She didn't need to see all this. Like some days we agreed that, yeah, I would need feedback. And so it made sense that I would keep her updated with what I was doing. But other days I didn't need to communicate with anyone. I knew what I was doing. Like I, I didn't need anyone's input or feedback. Like I could just go about my day and keep working. But for some reason, those days where I didn't need to say anything, I felt more anxious because I felt like, oh, fuck, like, she doesn't how does she know what I'm doing like how does she know that I'm actually working and I'm not just laying in bed watching TikTok as much as I want to be doing that um but yeah like I just felt like my worth was my worth as an employee and like my performance would only be validated by proving that I was productive that day to someone else 
in my mind, I had to prove it because I thought if I don't, I won't be perceived as like a hard worker. Like, how dumb is that? <laughs> I wonder if anyone else feels like that or if it's just me like making these ideas up in my head that I need to prove my value every single step of the way. I mean, obviously in any job, you do prove your value by showing up and like completing the job that you're there to do. But I don't know. Yeah, it was this weird like dark cloud looming over my head because I just felt, oh, no one can see what I'm doing. So how will they know what I'm, know what I'm doing and whether I'm doing enough? Isn't that weird? It's like that phrase, pick so it didn't happen <laughs> when you're posting on Instagram or something. <laughs> like I know that phrase is just a joke, but it's just, I don't know, it's that same kind of unwritten rule when we post on Instagram or whatever. Like how will people know I'm in Brazil if I don't post a picture of it? <laughs> if they don't know about it, it's like it didn't happen, right? Out of sight, out of mind. Who cares if no one saw it? You were still there. Like, you still had a good time. It doesn't erase anything you did or saw or experienced. But there's this weird feeling that like I need to tell people about my experience so that it becomes valid for me. I feel like I need to tell my boss that I did X, Y, Z or it's like it never happened. But yeah, I'm not working anymore so I'm just kind of sitting around a lot and I just have this feeling of guilt like just lingering each day because I feel like, oh, I need to do tasks. I need to do chores in order to feel validated that I'm not a lazy, unproductive piece of shit, basically. <laughs> like, why do I feel guilty all the time? I remember when I first got here to Toronto, like I was, I was staying with my dad and it was pretty early days in the pandemic. Oh, sorry, pandemic, Panini Press. We were in the first official lockdown. So it was only like two to three weeks in since I arrived. And I remember feeling like shit all the time because I was laying in bed all day and playing The Sims instead of getting outside and getting my life set up here and like finding a place to live and finding a job and exploring the city and whatever. Like, for fuck's sake, we're in a lockdown. Of course I couldn't do any of these things. I don't know what I was expecting, but I just, I kept confirming to myself that, yeah, I'm being useless because I'm not doing anything. Does anyone else do that sometimes? Like I, I seem to place these really like unrealistic expectations on myself about what I should be spending my time on or how much time and effort I should be putting into things. And I realize I compare my, my level of productivity to other people who have a completely different lifestyle and completely different set of priorities or responsibilities or commitments to me. For example, like my roommates, they have jobs, they have expectations, they have deadlines. They have people relying on them to complete these tasks. One of them has a dog. That dog needs to be taken out for walks. So on top of working, she has a responsibility to take her dog out. Like, why am I comparing myself or my level of productivity to someone who has different responsibilities than I do? Some people have kids, so they have to look after their kids as well as themselves and like somehow fit in all of their work and household chores and I don't know, whatever, like into their lives. Next to them, I definitely look like a lazy piece of shit, don't I? <laughs> But realistically, we're not living the same lives. Like we have completely different priorities. So I don't know, it just like doesn't make any sense to measure all of these things that I fit into my day or yeah, against all of the things that they fit into theirs. At the end of the day, we're all just doing our best to fucking survive, aren't we? It's the same thing from the other side of this. Like if you're doing all of these things and you're absolutely thriving and somehow banging out all of these tasks and working and doing all your life admin and self-care and whatever the fuck you're doing you might look at someone who doesn't do much with their day and think oh that person's so lazy 
you know, sometimes that might be true, but sometimes it's like comparing apples and oranges. Like it doesn't make any sense. But I realize like it's not always work-related productivity that I'm referring to. When you throw anxiety and depression into the equation, you can't get out of bed some days or you can't focus because you're so anxious and the benchmark for productivity becomes way too fucking high. It's like it's pretty much unreachable at that point. This is where I realized that like smaller tasks can still have a big impact. They can still be productive. Some days I had to tell myself, just go and wash your face and brush your teeth. You don't have to get dressed. You don't have to work out. You just need to wash your face and brush your teeth. That's all you need to do. More often than not, once I did, I would be like, okay, well, I may as well jump in the shower while I'm here. I'm already up. It's all good now. And sometimes that would snowball into doing a little bit more and more each time because, yeah, I just realized like it made me feel a little bit better to do at least to like at least have a clean face and clean teeth. <laughs> Some days I was like, I need to work out. Oh, but the thought of it makes me want to cry. Like I just, oh, I just don't want to do it. Like I just don't have the energy. I don't have the mindset for it. Oh, I can't do it. Even back when I was living in Sydney and I just, I had a full-time job and, you know, just pretty average, normal, busy schedule, like a nine-to-five job and go to the gym whenever I could and go out on the weekends. Yeah, average lifestyle, you know. And I would, yeah, try to go to the gym every day and some days I was just like, oh, I can't. I can't do it. The thought of it makes me want to cry. <laughs> I just can't do it today. <laughs> but I knew if I just got dressed in my gym clothes and put my shoes on, that was effort. That was enough effort. And again, more often than not, like once I put my shoes on, I thought, okay, well, I may as well get in the car now. And then I may as well drive to the gym. And then when I got to the to the gym, like, oh, there was one time where I, I drove to the gym and then I was like, you know what? I'm not going inside. You can't make me. <laughs> Who am I talking to? No one. I'm the only one in the car. But you can't make me. I'm not doing it. I'm going home. And I did. <laughs> I wasn't very far away. It was like a five-minute drive, so it didn't matter. But at least... At least I tried. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, some days when I actually got to the gym, like I'd barely do anything. I'd walk on the treadmill and pretend to stretch for like 10 minutes. And who cares? You know, I, I fucking showed up. I showed up, didn't I? I'm the only one that benefits from that. Nobody else is affected if I don't show up, but I showed up. Why couldn't I just tell myself that that was enough? I felt like shit because I was like, oh, I just put in a half-assed attempt and I knew I was capable of doing more than that, but... In the moment, I just wasn't feeling it. I'm looking back like, that's okay. I was still productive. I showed up. I tried. <laughs> Trying is still being productive. I have to tell myself that. Just because you don't complete something doesn't mean you are unproductive. And that goes for work and life. Like, you probably only feel unproductive because you're comparing yourself to that psychopath in the corner deadlifting the weight of three bodybuilders. <laughs> Good on that person. Like I bet they're absolutely smashing their goals and their butt is going to look juicy as hell. But that has nothing to do with me. I'm not training for anything. I'm here for stress relief and general health because when I walk up the stairs, my heart is screaming at me. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> so it's dumb to compare someone, uh, to compare myself to someone else who has a completely different reason as to why they showed up. I'm not working right now because I have other plans in place, which don't make sense for me to find a job here right now. I'm also not doing anything because we're in a fucking panoramic and it's unrealistic for me to expect myself to be oot in a boot 
doing all of these activities when nothing's open and it's not safe to do so even if it was open. Yeah, of course it sucks. Like I'm bored shitless most days, but like I don't oh, I shouldn't feel guilty. Shouldn't I don't have to feel guilty like it's all my fault and I'm useless because I can't bring myself to do the most simple and mundane tasks every day. And that's another thing. Like why is why is productivity mostly associated with like something that isn't deemed as fun? It has to be a chore of some sort. Why does it have to be some sort of labor like with an end result? Why do we have to see someone annoyed or stressed or tired after doing a lot of tasks for that to be perceived as productive? It's prob- I mean, it is productive, but not all tasks are going to be fun. But if you're having fun or getting some sort of satisfaction or enjoyment out of working on something, does that mean you didn't achieve anything? No. I don't know. I, just, I guess it just comes down to like what your priorities are and like knowing that you're self-worth isn't attached to how much you fit into your day or how much someone else fits into their their day compared to you I know that's a good feeling of like ticking off all of these things and feeling like a fucking boss winning at life but on the days that you don't feel like you've completed anything just like give yourself a break it's all right to have those days I think we've been like conditioned to always be driven and motivated and I don't know, always employed and working hard towards something, working our way up the corporate ladder or whatever. Otherwise, what? We failed? We're a failure? We're stagnant? We're not successful? Fuck off. (laughs) We all have different priorities, like different goals, different perceptions of what being successful means and what being productive means. I think that's part of the problem too. Like I get these, I get these fucking ads on YouTube of these 20 something year olds who sound like they've done five lines of coke and are spitting out this like spiel of how they, this is how I generated seven streams of income. And I'm like, oh, all right. Um, and they're just like, they're just selling mass produced garbage on Shopify. I'm all for like being an entrepreneur and, you know, if that's your thing, like go for it. Like if you have a really good business mind, like that's honestly good for you. Like I'm proud of you. <laughs> but it's just this whole idea that they're trying to convince you that, oh, you have to wake up 5 a.m. every day and yell rise and grind. And like, that's what productive and successful people do. Fuck right off. Oh, I'm not waking up at 5 a.m. Fuck off. Like, oh, I don't know why I get these ads either. Like, It's like they can read my mind. They're like, they just know how to hit me where it hurts. <laughs> oh, you haven't done anything today. Have you thought about how you're going to generate seven streams of income by tomorrow? <laughs> uh, my point is like you, you decide what being productive means to you. It doesn't always have to end in like a definitive result or solution. Just do just do your fucking best. That's productive. If your best is a 10-hour workday, going to the gym, looking after your kids, curing cancer, somehow fitting in a whole season of a show all in one day, you're a psychopath, okay? But you should be proud of yourself because I don't know how you're doing it. But if your best is just brushing your teeth today, then that is enough and you should also be proud of yourself. I tried um I tried meditation yesterday morning. <laughs> I woke up feeling pretty good, which is honestly surprising. Um and my plan was to work on this episode, just you know, figure out some ideas and whatever. So I went downstairs and I made my coffee, I came back up, I got comfortable, opened my laptop, and boom, my mind like just started racing. It wasn't in complete overdrive, but like I wasn't the most calm I could have been, you know. 
instantly I was thinking like, oh, you better hurry up. You said you do weekly episodes. Time's ticking. Start typing. Got to be productive. (laughs) So immediately I was like, nope. Okay, close the laptop. This is not happening. I refuse to feel like shit today and ruin the fun that I'm supposed to be having making this, right? Like I'm, I'm doing this for fun. Like it's, and it's only for as long as it's fun. Now I've never done meditation before. Like I've never really taken it seriously. Um, like I've heard some of the audio tracks that you can do and like found a couple of videos before, but oh, I don't know. I think every time I've had any interest in it, I listen for about 20 seconds and I'm like, oh, boring. <laughs> Like I can't, I can't turn my mind off. I don't know like how to, I don't know how to turn my mind off and just listen to the voice. And then when they start, they start saying like, and just inhale for three seconds. Like all I keep thinking is, don't forget to take the chicken out of the freezer. (laughs) Like I, I can't turn my mind off and I still forget. I still forget to take the fucking chicken out of the freezer. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I find it kind of boring, but I know I've not really given it a proper go. I wonder why I'm so wound up, hey? <laughs> I just thought, oh, fuck. Like, I don't want to sit still. Like, that's a nightmare to me. I can't sit still. <laughs> I'm antsy. I need, like, oh, when someone tells me to sit still, I suddenly feel the most fidgety I've ever been in my life. I suddenly have the energy and power to do a half marathon. <laughs> I feel like I've had three vodka Red Bulls. And the DJ's playing Gasolina. You think I can sit still through that? Fuck no. It's a great song. I have to dance. <laughs> oh, vodka Red Bulls. Wow. If I had one of those today, I think I'd have a heart attack. I don't know what I was thinking back then. But yeah. It's like when I have a long flight coming up too, I always, oh, this always gives me anxiety too because I, I hate the thought of just sitting still for like six hours or more. I think th- six hours is like my, my threshold for like when I start to lose my mind. The thought of sitting still in an upright position for six hours or more oh, it just like sends me into panic mode. Ugh. Like, and it's not even a normal upright position. Like, has anyone ever noticed that? When you're sitting in a plane seat, you're sitting upright, but your head is so is pushed so far forward. It's as if you're trying to touch the TV screen in front of you with your nose. Like, who the fuck thought that was a good idea? I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> I thought I had bad posture, but like whoever was the test subject for that plane seat, you need help, sir. Just gonna assume it was a guy. Yeah, I realized like six hours. I think that's my threshold. Um, you know, from one to four hours, it's generally okay. I've got some music, got some podcasts, I have some episodes downloaded just in case. Like to have options. We'll start off with some music. We're excited. We're gonna go somewhere. We're in good spirits. We have to pause briefly for the safety demonstration because apparently no earphones allowed. You know. But it's like enough time to like, I don't know, just, yeah, listen to something, watch something, stare out the window or stare down the aisle, depending on where I'm sitting. You'd think I'd be used to it by now, but I'm not. Like, oh, I hate it. I hate sitting still for that long. And I never sleep properly before a flight, which sometimes is a good thing because I want to be so tired that I can't possibly keep my eyes open. Um, but yeah, I just end up fucking staring down the aisle. Oh, and I, I, I seem to get seated in the um, emergency exit row a lot, which I don't, I don't mind at all. Like it's, I don't know, it, it just happens a lot for me. Like I, I usually buy like super cheap flights. I never get to choose my seat. Um, so by chance, I've been lucky enough to be seated there more times than not. And again, like I don't mind. I'm happy to be of service in the event of an emergency. 
So I know the drill quite well. Before we take off, you know, the flight attendant comes over and they they read you the Miranda rights of extra leg room. <laughs> Do you swear to assist in the event of an emergency, the whole emergency and nothing but the emergency, so help you God? <laughs> and my answer is yes. In the event of an emergency, I swear to be of assistance. Now, I'm not calling anyone a liar, but I have serious doubts about old mate Norman sitting next to me who looks to be about 75 years old. He looks like he's had a great life, don't get me wrong. He's aged gracefully. Hopefully I can say the same when I get to his age. But if I'm honest, this is starting to look like a group project that I'll be doing all the work for. (laughs) If this thing goes down, we all survive. There's Norman on the news as a 75-year-old hero and I'm the one with PTSD. Like I just, I seem to be seated next to the elderly all the time in these rows. And I'm like, how does this work? Like, (laughs) this was random? How does this work? It happens every time. It's me and two of the elderly. That's fine. I don't care sitting next to them. But like, what if, what if this thing goes down? You're putting that all on me? (laughs) I'm going to be the first one out that door. See ya. (laughs) What was I talking about? Meditation. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I did like a five-minute one. I thought five minutes is all I can handle. And like I, I just kept opening and closing my eyes. I couldn't keep, couldn't keep still. It was like, rest your hands on your legs or on the bed or on the floor beside you and deeply inhale. And as you exhale, like it starts to sound creepy after a while. Like, <laughs> as you exhale, what are you wearing? And then inhale. And as you exhale again, tell me the three digits on the back of your credit card. (laughs) I can't do it. I just, I don't know. I I have to give it a proper go, but I just, mm, I don't know. We'll, We'll get there maybe one day. I'll start off with, next time I'll do like just two minutes. I'll see if I can do two minutes. But yeah, my mind just kind of, I don't know, spirals. Well, not spirals, but just... I just, I just want to think of something else. Like, <laughs> can't help it. Um, but yeah, I think that was all I had to say today. I think I went on a few tangents about flying. <laughs> Not that didn't really have much to do with productivity, but yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, I have to go now because I have to go do my laundry so I can be fucking productive. Not because it's attached to my self worth but because I'm running out of clean clothes. Uh, So I guess uh, if you don't already, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, It's at H underscore Dempsey, D-E-M-P-S-E-Y. You don't have to. I don't really care, but people always plug their Instagram at the end of podcasts. So I'm just dressing for the job I want, okay, in my dirty clothes, apparently. Um, But yeah, I guess thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, I'll talk to you off again next week. Bye.